What is up, everyone? Welcome back to the Giants Nation podcast. First of all, I hope you all had a wonderful Christmas uh, break. Um, I know I did. Um, There was a lot of crazy football being played on Sunday. The Green Bay Packers are still alive in the postseason. The Packers coming up with a huge win in South Beach, Florida, over the Miami Dolphins, 26-20. Aaron Rodgers in this offense, and not just the offense, the defense, intercepting Tua Tonga Viola twice, uh, not twice, three times. That was a huge win for the Packers. Congratulations to uh, to the Packers nation. But guys, we're not here to talk about the Packers. We're here to talk about my New York Giants. Guys, the Giants are going into this week with a good chance at clinching the division. You know, um, I'm very excited. You know, um, this was a this was a very this was a very fun season, you know, um being a Giants fan. You know, and it's been so long since I ever had the chance to say that. You know, because you know, like it's been a while since, you know, the Giants have ever made the playoffs. You know, um, and you know, so you know, it's even better. Uh, New Year's Eve, uh, New Year's Day is gonna be on that uh, day. Yeah, so uh, you know, I, I I just wanna I just wanna thank you all for for uh, uh, you know just uh, joining the journey with me through this through this crazy season. You know, um, because you never know what you're gonna expect. You know, in today's game of football, you know, we had a lot of crazy games this year. A lot of crazy games that we didn't expect, you know. Um, but, you know, it, it's a, you know, it's been a fun year. You know, we got a new GM in Joe Shane who, who has the right mind, uh, who has the mind of winning. You know, the guy, this guy changed the Giants he, this guy changed. He changed the Giants roster, not just the Giants roster, but the entire Giants franchise in one season. I mean, you hired a head coach from Brian Dayball who has the who has the abilities of of what a real head coach looks like. You know, he fixed the offensive line. You know, drafting Evan Neal, who I think is going to be, who I, I expect Evan Neal to have a much better season going into his second year. Andrew Thomas, you know, this guy, he's already, he's literally one of the best uh, left tackles, you know, in the league. You know, we have one of the best running backs in Saquon Barkley. And obviously, the, uh, the decision to keep Daniel Jones, it's up to uh, Joe Shane and Brian Dayball on, how, on what they think about Daniel Jones, if they're going to decide to franchise tag him and somehow give him some help, you know, which... I think, you know, I think it, that, you know, that could happen. I mean, the Giants went into that, the Giants went into last week, and I'm going to get into the Vikings game uh, after I'm done talking, after I'm done talking about what I'm, what I'm about to say. I did not expect this game. Okay, wait, I'm, I'm already getting to the Vikings game. Hold on. I just, you know, I didn't, like, no one expected the New York Giants for this season to be to be an eight-win team. Everyone had the Giants winning only seven games. 
You know, and the, the simple fact that the Giants went into this season and literally are now in conversation at, you know, clinching a playoff berth, it's, it's amazing. <clears throat> it's amazing, you know? And I'm pretty sure some fans are not going to agree with, with my statement, you know, because, you know, it's just, you know, the Giants are rebuilding. And once you're a rebuilding team, you're, you're meant, you know, you're, some people are going to assume that you are going to, uh, some people are going to, going to assume if you're a team that's rebuilding, you're going to struggle and you're going to lose games, you know? So, you know, it, you know, it's, it's just, you know, it's, it's tough, you know, but the Giants went into the season you know, and they proved the Dodgers wrong, you know, and the Giants, you know, you know, they're eight and six, you know, um, there's still a lot, they still have a shot at clinching the number six seed in the NFC, you know, and it could happen, even if the Giants don't win or not, you know, so that's all I got to say. Now, Back to the Vikings game. This was a crazy game. You know, because I did not expect this game to go down. I did not expect this game to go down to the wire. I thought this was going to be a blowout. I thought the Vi- I thought the Vikings were going to torch us. Um, but they didn't. You know, the Giants went into this game and played the game that they wanted to play it. You know, I mean, if you're, if you're a team that is literally... Um, trying to fight for a playoff spot, you're going to, you know, you're, you're going to want, you know, you're going to want to, you're going to do everything in your power to uh, keep that chance alive. And I thought the Giants did that, you know, now I thought there were some mistakes in this game where, uh, you know, it could have been fixed, you know, um, you know, you know, uh, uh, Daniel Bellinger, Daniel Bellinger fumbling that football, that was a mistake. Um, the offensive line, we are, we, you know, we could, you know, we just couldn't hold the Buccaneers. We couldn't, uh, the Buccaneers. We couldn't, we couldn't hold the Vikings defense down in some uh, areas of the game. You know, Daniel Jones threw a, a bad interception, you know. But as you saw, even though we were, even though we were making so many mistakes, we still found a way to, uh, you know, we still found a way to get back into the game. And I, and look at, a lot of people are saying a lot of stuff about the Vikings. How no one, you know, a lot of people are trying to wonder if the Vikings are really a, a, a real 12-win um, team in the West, in the NFC. You know, because dating back to the Colts game where the, uh, the Colts literally obliterated the Vikings in the first half. You know, and the Vikings came back. So, no one really knows if the Vikings are that good of a team. Well, they are. I mean, the Vikings—they have a—they have one of the best. They have a lot. They got one of the most talented skill set players in the NFL. You know, like you got like name it. You got Justin Jefferson, who is literally one of the best young wide receivers in the NFL. You got T.J. Hawkinson, who is a a in my eyes, he's a he's a he's a pretty good tight end. You know, you got, you know, you got, you got Dalvin Cook, 
you know, you got they got they got a lot of weapons on the offensive side, you know. So I just feel like okay, you know, the simple fact that we only lost by three points, you know, we should, you know, the Giants, we should, you know, us Giants fans, we should be excited for that because we weren't expected to go into Minnesota and beat this team, especially when it's loud with all that. You know, with all with all that chaos in Minnesota, and all you know, it's crazy. You know, but the Giants, we still handled it, and we still found a way to stay in the game. You know, um, but that's all I got to say. Should we go into this game and beat the Colts? Uh, beat the Colts, absolutely. Because I mean, if I'm the Colts, I'm just gonna lose out. Try to get that top draft pick. Get a quarterback, either it's going to be a Bryce Young or, I don't know, a C.J. Stroud. The Giants should win that game, you know? And the Giants, they, I don't know if the reports are true, but there's, there, I'm hearing that there, there could be a good chance Dory Jackson could return. I don't know if it's true or not, but if it is, that's huge because our secondary needs help, you know? Um... That's all I got to say, you know, but that's all I got to say about that, you know, so anyways, um, I just want, I just want to come on here and I just wanted to, uh, talk about, uh, the Giants, you know, and Daniel Jones and how, and Saquon Barkley and how these two guys are literally the faces of this franchise. And you guys, you guys can believe me. You guys, you guys can believe me. You know, either way, like you guys can believe me. You guys, you don't have to believe me, but look at these two. I think Daniel Jones and Saquon Barkley have, I think they've shown enough this season. Why they, why these two should be the faces of this franchise, you know, and here's why. Look, even after Daniel Jones threw that costly fourth quarter interception, right? Daniel Jones got off the canvas and fought back and marched his team to the end zone the way Eli Manning would in life and death uh, moments and gave the Giants a chance to win. Saquon Barkley has shaken off his slump and he showed you, you know, he has showed you all the moves when offensive coordinator Mike Kafka finally used him as a lethal weapon out of the backfield. Guys, Daniel Jones and Saquon Barkley are literally the twin faces of the franchise today. And there should be no doubt whatsoever anymore that they should be the twin faces of the franchise tomorrow. Money talks. But Daniel Jones and Saquon Barkley, who are both 25 years old, both of these guys are still young. And you cannot allow two young captains who haven't blinked in the glare of the New York market and would love to make a run at a once a giant, always a giant walk. Look at on a team that prides itself on its, on its resilience, there are no greater examples than the quarterback and the Pro Bowl running back. You know, look at, of course, Brian Dayball has been a godsend for Daniel Jones. Just, you know, just as Josh Allen promised he would be. But Daniel Jones wouldn't have had a chance if he wasn't, you know, made of the right stuff. The mental toughness and all the rest of the difference making intangibles, you know, and the physical toughness 
and the leadership that every franchise demands of its franchise quarterback. You know, when you complete eight passes to Isaiah Hodgins and eight passes to Richie James, it is called elevating the players around you. When you suffer an ankle injury and tough it out to be available for your team in London and show up every time there is a good scheduled, that doesn't go unnoticed by teammates. Remember, remember Dayball telling everyone how he drove through a snowstorm after he was hired and when he arrived at 1925 Giants Drive? Daniel Jones, 13 touchdowns, five interceptions, was planted inside the facility. Uh, was planted inside the facility studying film. You know, Brian Dayball saying there weren't many people in the building, but one of them was Daniel Jones. Look at him now, Daniel Jones. Not he has a 90.7 quarterback rating, which is the hot. That's a career high for him, and has 600 rushing yards. Is a single season franchise record for a quarterback ever in Giant, you know, in Giants history. You know? And after all the lousy coaching and all the adversity, you know, this guy has endured, I say this today. Daniel Jones has proven to be a worthy successor to Eli Manning. And the best is yet to come when general manager Joe Shane gets him a number one receiver and another, you know, and another quality bodyguard or two. You know, Saquon Barkley. Now look at Saquon Barkley is a different kind of combat kid. His career kneecapped the way it was, and no one could be certain either he would ever be the same. He is. He is. This guy is the same. You know, his explosiveness is back. His yards per carry has risen from 3.7 last season to 4.4 yards this season. And it sure looks as though he is peaking at the right time when he is one home win away. You know, when he's one home win over the Colts away from his first postseason showdown, showtime. Saquon Barkley, this is his numbers. This is Saquon Barkley's numbers for this season. Look it. 283 to 1,254, 10 and 10 rushing touchdowns. This guy has 55 to 300 receiving uh, yards. Cannot lay to waste the argument that, that because of position value, you should never draft a running back with the second pick of the NFL draft. Because former uh, general manager Dave Gunnerman passed on Josh Allen. But guess what? There isn't a team in the league that wouldn't want him with the ball in his hands. This guy has fashioned an inspirational season that speaks volumes about, about his commitment to excellence and his character. The Giants are 8-6-1 at the merciful end of the 4-13-2021 season. John Mara was referring to Giants fans what he said. I'm going to have to earn their trust again. Hiring Joe Shane and Joe Shane hiring Dayball has earned him that trust. You know why? Because he went out his way and got, he actually found a head coach and a GM. You know, us Giants fans 
And I said this before, you know, during the Joe Shane era, uh, during the Joe Judge era, we weren't mad at, no Giants fan was mad at John Mira because, because we hate him. We, we, we respect John Mira. We just, we were trying to help John Mira find the right coach for this team, you know, and trying to make him understand that the hires that he was making were bad decisions. Because look at the records. Look at the resumes on the guys he brought in. Pat Shermer. He wasn't he wasn't a head coach. He was an offensive coordinator for the Minnesota Vikings. Joe Judge, he had no head coach experience. He was a special teams coordinator for the New England Patriots. And he brought in Ben McAdoo, who like no one knew who he was. Like he was making ridiculous hires. But look what you do. You hire a guy in Joe Shane who has experience, you know, working at the general manager position. He worked with Brandon Bean in Buffalo. Brian Dayball has experience working on the offensive side. That's why he's a head coach. Look it. It all comes down to stopping and thinking and finding the right guys that fit your system. And that's what he did. That's what he did. He got it right. Joe Shane and Brian Dayball weeded out most everyone. Safe for any, you know, Albatross big ticket contracts. Not deemed smart, tough, and dependable. The Giants obviously will need more of them. Trust Joe Shane and Dayball to find them. Look no farther than Joe Shane identifying one of his former Bills, the emerging uh, idea Hodgins, as a promised asset. Joe Shane was saying this when he arrived. Let's just start crawling before we walk. So, look it. All I gotta say is this. Daniel Jones spent years crawling before he started walking alongside Brian Dayball this season. And lately, he has been walking briskly toward the first playoff berth of his career. Saquon Barkley sprinted out of the NFL gate as a rookie and was then forced to start crawling during an horrible rehab uh, during a pretty good rehab, uh, during which his uh, metal and self-confidence were tested as never before. John Mayer said this after the, two, after the 2020 season. I'm tired of sitting up here at the end of the <laughs> at the end of the year trying to explain what went wrong and why I feel optimistic about the future. I want to do it after a winning season. All I got so John Mira. If your Giants win over the Colts on Sunday in front of a crazy and exhilarated Giants, Giants fans all over the world, we'll give John Mara that long-lost winning season and a long-lost playoff berth to boot. The quarterback and the running back are two of the biggest reasons why the Giants are winning. Because, you know, you surrounded... You surrounded both of these guys with great help. And look what happens. Everything that I said about Daniel Jones and Saquon Barkley, it's happening. What did I say a few years ago? Well, uh, not a few years ago, two years ago. I said, watch what happens if you surround Daniel Jones and Saquon Barkley with talent. Look it.
The Giants don't even have receivers. And they still have a shot at making the postseason. And I understand the NFC conference, it's a bad conference. We all know this. But this is what this is what us Giants fans deserve. And let's take, you know, let's uh Let's uh take let's uh use that game uh from two days ago when we played the Vikings when we when we went on the road and no one expected us to win. We almost beat a 12-win Vikings team. We almost beat a Vikings team that beat the Buffalo Bills. You know, and look at I get what people are saying about the Vikings, but we still played a good team. Giants fans. This upcoming Sunday, I want you to be as loud as you can possibly be in, like, for, like, your, like, I want you to be as loud as you were watching the Giants the first time you became a fan of this team. Because it's going to be loud. The Giants need to win this game. And if they do, they will clinch a playoff berth. Do it. That's all I got to say. But anyways, guys, that's all I got to say about um, about the New York Giants. Um, I'm going to start uh, getting on my podcast more. Um, but I hope you guys enjoyed my podcast. I will be I will be back on here tomorrow to speak more Giants football with you guys. I hope you guys enjoyed this one. But anyways, I'm out. Peace.